Yo, 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 what is to it, everybody? Y'all already know what it is. This is another wonderful episode of the Beards and White Toes podcast. It is I, the bearded one, Sam Williams, sitting here with the lovely, the beautiful, my co-host with the most, Miss Kimberly with the Y, and we have our homie Archie, who is also in the cut per usual, but tonight we have a very special guest. This is a you know, you know our, our motto, talk to us, we talk back. Well, this person that's going to be talking on the show with us this evening. She talked. She talked. <laughs> and we, we talked back. But this is a very special episode for me because uh, this is somebody that shares a bloodline with me. Um, so everybody out there, I'd like you all to uh, welcome our fourth member of the show this evening, Shanice. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Now, Kim. Yes. What are we talking about? Well, first of all, let's do a quick temperature check. Let's do a temperature check. I'll start with with myself. So last week I had a rough <laughs> week. I had a very rough week, and the I'm mercury not- retro the mer- mercury retrograde must have ran out of Gatorade because <laughs> shit didn't got shit was critical, man. It was shit was. Man. <laughs> Man, shit was so. I'm meditating every other night. <laughs> I'm burning sage. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with me? Because I am not feeling normal right now. I'm having women. Nothing pride. about that. I'm having know. health issues. Shit going on with my car, the job, man, everything. <laughs> that motherfucker went from a trap car to a hoopty overnight. <laughs> I'm lucky I don't have a motherfucking boot on that bitch. Which remind me, I need to pay them. I was going to say, wait, wait, wait. You done let a lot go by the wayside last. See, that's why I got to be checking on you. And then on Sunday, and then hold on, and then Sunday, (sighs) Sunday, fucked around. (laughs) I cleaned my crib. I was starting the day off just right. I cleaned up. I was listening to gospel music for two reasons. One, because I needed to get in the spirit for the week. And two, out of spite, because my neighbors downstairs was playing their mariachi music till four o'clock in the morning. So I figured, well, y'all, gonna, if y'all won't let me sleep, I'm not gonna let y'all sleep. And I started cleaning up at seven in the morning. And after that, I went to Brown Sugar Bakery. Shout out to the good folks at Brown Sugar Bakery. for not being open when I got there because <laughs> I was told that these motherfuckers opened at 10, got there at 11.15 and that shit didn't open till noon. Come to find out. Yeah, they still didn't and have. They, I went for peach cobble. So well, you missing. You Okay. So, okay. so look, Sam had business at Navy Pier. So this kind of started because I wanted, well, he's been trying to get that peach cobble since Friday. I wanted funnel cake. We get on the water taxi. We go. Funnel cake place is closed. So now my feelings are hurt. Both of us are just sitting here with hurt feelings. Like, what are we doing? And I had to pee. <laughs> so, okay, fine. He's like, look, because he saw my face. He's like, okay, you spoiled. So what? I want him on funnel cake. So we go downstairs. So I'm telling him, though, I'm like, yo, I think it's show sure enough. I was right around the corner, Brown Sugar Bakery. I felt so bad because he was so excited. <laughs> He was so excited to get this peach cobbler. So I get my, can't get my phone up. I'm going to get red velvet cake. We go, they like, we don't have no peach cobbler. Okay, bet. So he's like, forget it. I'm going to go to the 175th. I'm going to get my peach cobbler. 
cool. So that's when she told him it opened at 10 o'clock. He was like, perfect. Right before the Bears play. Good. I had a nail appointment on Sunday at 11. This man called me when I was pulling in the nail shop. Like, what did I do wrong? What karma? I'm like, what didn't happen now? Like, literally, this last, that's how I've been answering the phone. What didn't happen now? He says, they don't even open until 12. And the Bears going to play. So I can't. I bet. So I'm sitting there thinking. I'm thinking. I'm like, Sam, do you want me to go get this peach collar for you? He was like, you can bring me too. Bad. Something told me, though. I'm not finna ride out to 75th Street for nothing. I'm in the suburbs right now. I call. Nah, we don't have no peach cobbler. I'm like, I'm so sorry. It just, it, yeah, you you pissed somebody somewhere all this whole weekend. Well, you pissed but Some raggedy ass woman then then put a root on my ass. That's what the probably, 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 probably. Okay. Why it's gotta be a root though? What makes you think it wasn't karma? What the hell you do? Oh, oh, we see he don't always want to play women. Nah, he he done done he done done some stuff. Uh-huh. He done done he done done. See? That's the problem. Niggas you always want to blame women, saying women are always doing something that they crazy. But I what? knew I liked her. I knew. And this is going to end the nice it. episode of the Beers and White Toes. Because <laughs> last week alone, I was looking at you with a side eye like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Y'all be forgetting about the little necessary stuff it takes to get to this point. Thank you. It doesn't matter what seeds you sow. You're going to reap some type of harvest. Thank you. Yeah, but this harvest didn't come out right because everything was bad. All the potatoes, Uh the potatoes was bad. It was a bad harvest. But you know what? I'll jump aside. Everything came out how it needed to come out. Yeah. That's it. Point blank period. Hopefully you took from everything that you needed to take from and okay. All right. Then we're going to leave it there. All right. So your temperature, you back to normal. Yeah, the retrograde is over. I just wanted to say shout out to everybody who was going through the struggle right along with me. Unfortunately, it was in my um, zodiac sign of Libra. And so, yeah, but that shit over now. But it's a full moon now. No, you just told me it wasn't quite. It's it's not, but but that full moon. That'll hit you too. And that's in the house of Aries. I am Aries, so I ain't tripping. No, no, no. That just means that... I'm not enough about you. enough about me. Let's talk about <laughs> you. You be so you don't like talking about you until you like talking about you. You're funny. Nah, I'm I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm just struggling with the fact that it's only Tuesday. Mm. Like I'm straight. I feel like it should be Friday, like three weeks from now. I'm struggling with the fact that it's Tuesday. Um, yeah, last week was real interesting for a number of reasons. Hell, last night, yesterday was interesting. I'm going to say interesting. You tell me that. I'm not going to say bad. I'm going to say interesting. It was just a lot going on. It could have been worse, though. So I'm good. I'm, I'm good. It has some moments. It's a, it was, whew, I had some moments. <laughs> but it was, I'm good. I'm good. So, yeah. That's good. Kazo, how was your week? Let's do a temperature check with you. How, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I'm blessed. 
there can always be, you know, things that somebody may not like. There can always be things that may not go the way you want them to go. But I've always bitched and moaned and complained. And I've had to learn to really appreciate shit for the way it is because it could be a lot worse. There's a lot of people that I grew up with or knew that aren't here to bitch and moan and complain anymore. So other than not getting the amount of sleep I would have liked to have gotten, I'm here. And I'm glad you're here because um, tonight's topic is inspired by you. Absolutely. Uh, um, like, like Kim and I always say, like we mentioned earlier, you talk to us, we'll talk back. And if you bring something interesting to the table, well, we're going to make you talk about it on the right. show. And so our first, um, the first talker is, our, is also our first um, view, well, listener who's actually a part of our show. So Kim, I'm gonna let you introduce tonight's topic per usual. So tonight's topic has taken like a couple of different issues <laughs> um, tonight alone. I think we started out with um, everybody wants a future and today meet Russell. Or vice versa. Or vice versa. Um, then we just said, okay, future versus Russell or vice versa. And then, Shanice, the way you put it tonight, absolutely perfect. Basically, simply put, real men versus fuckboys. I like that one. Like, let's just, let's just call it what it is. And, yeah, I think what's ironic is that, <laughs> depending on who you talk to, um, you'll get different opinions on who the fuck boy is and who the real man is. So, but you know what? So we're we're not even going. We throwing this straight up, Kim. Well, and also, and it also in in respect to Shanice, um, you know, something also that she had mentioned is how we view those two different standards mm -hmm. in society. Um, this is a topic that's very broad. Very. And we joke about it a lot on social media and amongst ourselves in circles until it's time for us to get into that dating scene. And we find out that this is some, this is some, it's real. some dookie in this goddamn water, man. And, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's the, and let's not just make it about the guys because it's, it's some, oh man, it's some, man. You can call them what you want to call them. I'm just going to call them sisters versus unstable creatures. Can we say unstable that? It's <laughs> I'm being nice. It's some raggedy females. I'm, I'm being nice. Let me be. Okay, B. Hey, all right. We'll be. So, Shanice, you brought up how we view the Russell future type of situation, we, how, how it's viewed in society. Talk about where that came from and, and how, you know, how you came to that type of conclusion, or just rather just, you know, elaborate on that a little bit for the audience. Well, I'm gonna start out by saying, all of this and all of that, right, is subjective. That's always going to be in the eye of the beholder. That's always going to vary based off geography, culture, you know, um, generation. It, it's just so many, so many influences there. Um, and like you said before, 
it's a very broad topic. So it's gonna be very hard to even try to generalize or categorize anything that we discuss in this one podcast alone. Um, but from my experience, right? That's the best that I can give you because I can't speak on behalf of everyone, but I can only give you my perspective and my experience. From what I've perceived is media controls a lot of people's vision. It controls a lot of people's perception. You see, perception can be easily manipulated. Perception can change at any given time. Um, I can honestly say entertainment and the media is probably one of the best magicians and illusionists of all time. Like Houdini ain't got shit on them. Like seriously, they can literally take and twist the simplest of things and give you an entirely different message. They have utilized so many different social platforms to push whatever agenda they want to push you know um i just i really feel like it's just one big chess game you're constantly pushing the pieces across the board and trying to figure out what works best for your interests like what works what works best um you know what i'm not even gonna go down that rabbit hole (laughs) When I say this, I say, when you look at music, when you look at these entertainers, when you look at you know these actors, actresses, mainly along the lines of, um, what do you call that, reality TV, mm-hmm. right? Everybody glorifies all this hard-ass mentality, right? So now you've got these women out here that are savages, uh, savages fuck, I'm not even gonna stop. Like I've seen some things that have me like, i was kind of like amused i was kind of awed and i was kind of like that's fucked up but at the same time damn i could never you know that's straight up like that's savage you know um and then this was like a few years back you know like in passing but i'm starting to see this frequently you know this is this momentum is building it's just kind of like and it's become a trend now Exactly. It's become, a trend. it's become trendy. And, you know, what you're saying, you know, just as a, you know, from a male perspective, since you're, you know, since you started off by talking about the women, you know, from a male's perspective, it's no longer okay to be an average Joe. Mm-hmm. It's so hard because, you know, let's fuck the dumb shit. We don't know too many actors. We don't know too many you know, athletes and entertainers personally. But we know a nigga that's scamming. We know some boosters. And we know some people who's, you know, who got them PPP loans who was doing their shit and then the shit's gone. But then you got the average Joe, the average working man who makes 50, 60,000 a year, drives a a regular car, nothing, you know, no, no, no spaceships, no, no, you know, SRTs and you know, foreign vehicles and things like that. It just drives a regular ass car. There's nothing spectacular about this man. Yet he gets passed on because it, there is no flash to him. But that's the man that can probably sweep you off your feet 
and can probably change everything in your life for the better. Mm-hmm. You know, I see a lot of the things on social media. I'm sure all three of us do it. I'm sure a lot of our listeners do as well. You know, we see people on social media posting relationship, well, co- um, excuse me, relationship goals, quote unquote. But who the fuck comes up with these relationship goals? That's the real question. That is the ultimate question. Where in the hell did society get the nerve to create relationship goals for people that they don't know? But I think it's like she said too, it's that um, it's experience. So like if you've experienced something that wasn't that healthy, that wasn't the greatest, and then you see these couples who you think, because like you said, we don't know them. Mm -hmm. we only know what they show us we only know what they want us to see and so on that that outside looks really good compared to what we're in or what we came from and so now it's like oh I want to be like that not knowing that behind closed doors that's a whole shit show right so and that's I'm like I get so sick of seeing relationship goals relationship like get your own goals like get the stuff that's first of all how about you set the goals that are feasible for you? Because when you see this couple getting on their private jet, baby, I ain't knocking nobody, but I'm just saying you ain't going to be on no private jet no time soon. Um, Like, let's be real about what we're, and there's nothing wrong with wanting more, but come on, let's, let's be real with ourselves and then you get mad because it's like oh I'm not finding anybody nobody is doing this for me nobody is doing that for me because look look at where you are and again I'm not knocking nobody we all gotta start somewhere be somewhere we're all right where we're supposed to be but look at your surroundings look at your environment look at your situation look at your mental state and then reassess these quote-unquote goals Hell, your your main relationship goal probably needs to be with yourself first, getting that self, getting getting that together, instead of looking for you know we all like you always say, Sam. We always we want somebody to take care of us. We want to be wanted, we want to be desired, but get all of that other stuff. Like you you're you went from point A and you jumped over to you're at the end of the alphabet. And you did not address any of these letters in between where you are and what you're calling your goal. Like you have to do the work. You have to put in the work to get these goals or results that you want. Like instead of just saying, oh, I want somebody to take care of me. I want somebody to do this. I want, you know, like. But also bear in mind, it's not just putting in the work. You also have to be willing to let go of some things. What I mean by that is from my own personal experience, and this isn't even, this is before the whole relationship component even fell into place. I, same shit all the time with the same people. We was getting lit, right? Partying, drinking, kicking it all the time. I had the perfect system in place, right? Had a live-in babysitter. It was great. Back then I only had one kid though. That's the only reason why this worked, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Mom dudes in the bed, you know, sure to be knocked out by like eight, nine o'clock. But everybody sleep. You ain't gonna miss me. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Nine o'clock, here we go. Come back by like two in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Back then you could run off like five hours sleep, five hours of sleep and not even be hung over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't even get me started by now. Anyway, 
But um, I say this to say, you know, back then it was just, we did this every single day for a few years, right? In between all this, I wasn't always employed. I was a young teenager. This was leading into like my early 20s. So I thought it was ironic looking back on it. It was just kind of like, where the hell were we getting these bottles every night too? Like we were lit every night. Not like, but we used to always talk about all these things we wanted to do, all the things we wanted. And I want to do this. I want to do that. And, but we were doing the same shit every mm-hmm. night. And I got tired of it. Like, I remember looking up one day and I was just kind of like, are you guys okay with this? Like, are y'all okay <laughs> with this? And I knew there was something wrong when I enrolled in college. I, uh, I had briefly met someone that I had dated and changed my whole perspective on shit. I mean, like, dude just put me on a whole fucking totally different level, totally raised my standards the whole nine, right? <clears throat> and the people I was with, they were just, they felt some type of way about that. They questioned everything I did after that. You know, I went to college and everything like that. And they were just always trying to get me to come and do, you know, just the same fuckery, the same bullshit. And those two worlds, they didn't work. They didn't mesh. I couldn't do them both. I, they were not parallel mm-hmm. at all. And I had to choose, right? Because shit kept happening. Shit kept falling apart. And I realized that my education was in jeopardy. I had to make a decision. And I was just kind of like, this ain't nothing personal, but y'all gotta go. When I let them go, my entire fucking life changed. I had so many different opportunities ahead of me. I started landing better job opportunities. You know what I'm saying? I got further and further in my education. And I, you know who it was, met someone, right? That was amazing, right? In the beginning. And this is why this conversation will be very interesting later when we talk about, you know, the Russells versus the futures or the, the fuck boys versus the real men and how some are really good at hiding under the persona of being a good man, but bringing a lot of toxicity into a relationship like that, right? Um, but things really did start to change. And I started to get further and further in my journey. And a lot of the things I wanted and talked about started coming to fruition. So it wasn't just the work that I was putting in, like the work I was putting in, I was starting to see results when I actually started to let certain things go. A lot of us have a really bad habit of holding on to what's familiar, not realizing that that familiarity is going to prevent you from claiming, you know what I'm saying? The things that you, you seek, the things that you aspire for. And that also can be the relationship that you envision because you're not going to meet that individual. You're not going to, you know, you're, you're prevented from that course when you're still entertaining the shit that's going to be weighing you back. You know, it's funny that you that you talk about removing you know toxic things to elevate yourself you know i have um excuse me i was talking to um a couple of different people about the same subject um that i was something that i was dealing with you know i was in a relationship um for quite some time basically from 2008 when i met my ex-wife until a year ago when I broke up with my, you know, with my last girlfriend. Within a, I guess you can say 12, 13 year gap, in, well, not the gap, but in that 12, 13 year span rather, there was a lot of, a lot of fuck shit going on between, you know, myself, 
the women that I was dating, the women that I was entertaining, things that was going on in life. And the day that my ex-girlfriend and I broke up, I felt like this weight had been lifted off my shoulders. And I kind of, you know, I'm, I kind of get really deep in the thought about a lot of things. And I kind of paint these pictures for myself. And the picture that I had painted was basically seeing, seeing my inner thoughts. You know, when you have so many different things going on in your head, it's like a party, okay? And there's a bunch of chaos going around. And the first thing you got to do when you're like, kind of what you said with the with you having to find that, trying to find that balance between school and partying and whatnot, something got to go. So the first thing we got to get rid of, and my thoughts are, all right, I got to get rid of these toxic women, okay? We'll clean up later, but we got to get rid of these toxic women. We got to get rid of, you know, this we gotta move this around. We gotta get through get all get all this all this extra fluff or the shit we kept swept sweeping up under the rug. It's time to get rid of all this shit. Now you done finally let go of all the problems that you have, all of the toxic shit that you have in your head, and they have all this open space that you didn't even know you had. It's almost like when you watch an episode of Hoarders and you see people, their houses, their backyards, their Everything is so cluttered and they hold on to this shit that don't fucking make sense. But the moment they let go of everything, that's when the change begins. And then you watch that show all the way to through its entirety and you see that these people got practically a brand new house. You know, that's kind of how it is when you let go of the toxicity, you know, that you're dealing with. It's almost like you have evicted every single bad thought out of your mind and you have allowed a bunch of newness to come into your life. And it, and it allows you to, you know, for me personally, it allowed me to become more creative. It allowed me to become more free in my ways. There was peace where there was none. And so for you to make the decision to pursue and find your education as opposed to going out and kicking it and leaving my cousin at home, you know, and shit like that. You uh-uh, uh-uh, don't do that. your ass up. You know, damn good well she was with my mama. I know. How is she doing? How, how your mama doing? She doing okay. Okay. <laughs> Getting on my nerves? No. That's what they all do. No, I'm just, I'm just joking. But no, I'm like, see, I really feel like my karma's getting back to me. You know, like growing up, I was just always hitting my mom up for cash. You know what I'm saying? She's just. Oh, oh shit, man. Look, she never told us me. not. My mom spoiled that a lot of us. Now she keeps spending all my money. Like, Listen, we're just grown now, children at this point. That's the end. I'm show Barb ass feeling the same type of way about me and all of us. And I'm going to show I, look, look, my mama feel the same way. I'm hitting her pockets while my kids are hitting me. So make that right. me. I'm like, they they hollering mommy to me. I'm hollering mommy to her. <laughs> like, it, man, this is bad. She yeah, in my pockets. That's the opposite. Because <laughs> you know, we spoil her. Mama spoil. Her birthday just passed. Her birthday was Saturday. So she yeah, knows. No. Happy can't man. say happy, no. Happy birthday to Puzzle and Naomi, man. Shout out to her and her birthday. So October is a great month for birthdays. You know that, right? It's a great fucking month for birthdays. But we'll get to that at the end of the show. <laughs> Kim, we'll go ahead and let you get your shit off real quick. No, I mean, when, Shanice, when you were talking, the main thing that was coming to my mind is there is absolutely no growth inside the comfort zone. 
Like if you're comfortable, like you were talking about that familiarity, if you're comfortable, if you're only sticking with what's familiar, then you don't know anything else and you can only go so far in that space. Um, Sam, like you were saying, and well, both of you said it, letting go. And a lot of people, they are like, oh no, I let it go. I got, mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. you said you let it go. But until you actually let it go, like you said, that change has to start. And we are all, I believe, we have so many opportunities that may literally just be right there, just just right within arm's reach. However, it's clear that we are not ready, whether that opportunity is a job, whether it is a a person, um, a move, whatever it is, we, I feel like we're given a certain amount of chances to prepare for it before either one, we lose it and it has to circle the block or two, it's like, you know what? You keep thinking you're ready for this. I'm going to let you have it. Most high, I'm going to let you have it so you can see that you're not. And then maybe that'll be like, mm, maybe that'll be what you need to, to go ahead and do what you need to do. Um, and the other thing that you were saying is like, you know, your, the ones that you thought were your people at the time when you start making those decisions, because that right there, when you like when you said you looked around one day like, yo, this how we doing? Like y'all are okay. Like that shows growth in and of itself. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't grow. They are okay being stagnant. They are okay with the same thing day in, day, day out. Um, really not moving forward. And so, yeah, when you begin to move forward, like some people and some things are automatically going to fall. That is because you are elevating. You are moving to the next level. Everybody can't go because everybody does not belong there. Everybody can't handle that. And them mugs will try to pull you back down to meet you where they are or even lower. What what was that song was talking about? Had you dancing with the devil. Dancing. <laughs> like just, you know, and then looking and them will be the ones, mm-hmm, she thought she was going to do this. She thought she was better. She thought she just, she ain't. Yeah. So all of that, like everything that y'all just said and that that letting up that huge weight, whew, that sigh of relief, when you do let go, that's something different. That, that feeling of peace is something different because your peace has always been everything but. It's been chaos. It's been toxic. It's been arguing. It's been cheating it's been getting caught up it's been all of this stuff that at one point was your peace and i can guarantee you that once you shake all of that and you actually let it go ain't no going back ain't no going back because it's like oh, no, i can't i can't let it like no i didn't i didn't level up i'm on the next level yeah it's kind of like you know once you get a taste of first class who flying coach who the fuck is flying coach <laughs> who flying coach who it's it's like oh you peasant <laughs> everything becomes everything is peasant like once you feel that growth but peace i speak this a lot man i talk about this a lot and one of the th- and, and this is going to segue us into the meat and potatoes of this com- of, of this topic this evening what we see is what we perceive to be reality 
in our minds, but it's something totally different to others. Yep. Peace is one of them. Yep. To me, a relationship that looks completely toxic, there's verbal abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse. There's, you know, there's all type of bullshit going on in the four walls of these people's crib. That y'all holler relationship goals, because you don't see that. Well, I'm not even going to say I'm that. I'm just saying, taking it back. <laughs> well, just saying. Yeah, but, you know, but we know this shit fucked up, though. Okay. You know, that's what I'm saying. Okay. That's the difference. We know shit fucked up. We know that, girl, why you keep letting this nigga put his hands on you? Or, bro, why are you sitting here letting this chick take all your money and she not doing shit for you? Whatever the business is, to us, that looks chaotic. To them, that may be their peace. And so that's all they know. It's almost like being institutionalized. You know what I'm saying? You got a motherfucker that's been in jail most of their adult life. They get out and they don't know how to function in the world. You know, or you see a homeless person, you offer a homeless person a place to stay, they feel more comfortable living on the street than they do living in the confines of somebody's house for whatever reason. That's kind of how we, in, in, in our minds, we like, well, what the fuck is wrong with you? We, you know, here's a better way. But a better way for us doesn't always equate to what may be a better way for them. So I'm saying all that to say, we have to be mindful of what peace looks like in our minds as opposed to others. I'm in my 30s and the dating world is hard. And the dating world is hard because it's hard. Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> I feel you. I, I feel you like right on my goddamn I neck. I actually moved over that and way. And I still feel I you didn't on my neck. Say anything. I still feel you right oh. now. Yeah. Anyway, that was a part of that bad week I had. Anyway. Don't put that on me. I no, I ain't put it on you. You got me food. And you didn't cuss at me. Because I was going to kill you. And you didn't cuss me out. But anyway. You know, you try to, one thing I've learned as I've gotten older and now that I've been in the dating scene for a little over a year now is that no matter how much you try to offer somebody peace, it's almost like trying to offer a homeless person a place to stay or try to show, you know, a, a person that's been in jail for 20 years, you know, this is how it is on, in, you know, in the real world, you know. Let's get you back to a sense of normalcy, rather. But it's so hard because we have all of these hurt women dealing with these future niggas, which leads me into the fun Ooh. stuff. So I'm going to just let y'all know this right now. This is probably going to be a conversation for the two of y'all. <laughs> and I will chime in when necessary because, honestly, let me just say this. I've been both. You have. I have been both. I have been future way longer than I have been Russell. Okay. I will say that the only difference between future and I, besides his money and his children, is I'm bald and he's not. Otherwise, the same way he do women, I did. The same way that, you know, he'll gas a motherfucker up in a heartbeat and tear them down right after that. I did it. And then I went on ahead and became a Russell. And I'm realizing that maybe Future has a little bit more fun. And I see why he talks shit about bro. But no, fuck out of here, man. 
I like I said, I feel you like <laughs> pulsating on on my neck right now. Like, I haven't say said a word. I'm sitting here minding my business. As I'm sitting here saying this, I feel a bead of sweat. One bead. <laughs> Coming down my forehead right now because unless you feel a gray hair on the left side, I ain't got nothing to do with that. Nah, I think it's this bead of sweat that's coming right off the top of my damn head because this You're topic so dramatic. This is a hot topic. You're so dramatic. But I'm really sweating. But anyway, so ladies, I'm gonna give y'all the floor on this one. Talk about the difference between the Russell and the future or the fuck nigga and what did y'all call Russell? The, the real man. The real man. Okay. Um, but like, again, just like you were just saying about perception. So clearly, if we're talking about this, we know what we would call, you know, how we would categorize future. And like you're saying that you are a future, we know what type of characteristics we would attribute to you based on that. And we know the type of characteristics uh, characteristics we would attribute to you if you were saying you are a Russell. However, again, perception. What may look like a future to me may be a Russell to somebody else. So again, like Shanice said, um, like Sam and I always say, we are kind of going off of our experiences. Um, that's really the only thing that we can speak off of. Um, future, in my opinion, that's that fuck boy. Like you said, like it's like it's almost a game. It's a game. Like, yeah, it may be fun. Well, let me back up. It's a game because it's like, let I feel like it's let me see what I can do. Let me see how much shit let me get away with. Let me see what I can say. Let me see all of this type of stuff. However, I feel like futures need to watch out. Because then future's going to run across their Sierra. Sierra stuck around. And guess what? When she was done, she was done. And she's off with Russell now. She's doing her thing. She's not one of them. He also made his match with, I can't, I can't keep up with all of them. I don't even try. Sure. So, not what well, Lori did. Yeah, oh, Lori did him in. And I love it. And she got away with no baby. Um, but I'm talking about the one who has his baby. And she was like just going in until I think they put a gag order in place on her, I think. Um, all that to say, y'all be trying to be these futures. Number one, some of y'all ain't that good at it. Point blank, period. Um, and then number two, some of you who are good at it, mm, keep on, you're going to meet your match. And like Sam always says, it's all fun and games, but it ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. And y'all better stop playing because some of these rabbits, not only will they have the gun, they're going to let off a few rounds. Okay, and they not gonna miss. So you might want to tread lightly because, like you were saying, Shanice, man, look, a lot of women are tired, and they are turning into damn futures themselves. Like, go ahead, keep playing with me. Keep playing with me. See what's gonna happen. And 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 be on some the savagery. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> and, Shit, and I'd be kind of like, and niggas be like, see, that's what we be talking about. And I'd be in the cut like this. That don't count. <laughs> but, <laughs> and I say this to say that, yeah, a lot of women have just kind of like rose to the occasion, like, bet. That's it. Like, and that's we, what it boils down to. Like, we, we didn't get this way. Like, we didn't, I really feel like a lot of women did not start right. out this way. Not at but all. we I kept encountering those futures. Yeah. 
and it was like overnight and I feel like a lot of that picked up speed once again through social media that mentality that way of carrying yourself that persona that vision that visage that bad bitch mentality right Mm -hmm. um it's being glorified and social media is a huge influence like come on now all that it's everywhere people are glued to what's sam doing right now (laughs) that is facebook (laughs) without you realizing it but do you understand what i'm saying though even without you realizing it the minute there's a lull on whatever activity you're doing you instinctively just reach for that in it, do you see what I'm saying? Like yes. people, it's second nature. So you're constantly having this reinforced consciously and subconsciously. You know what I'm saying? And the people that you're interacting with on the daily, the people that, you know what I'm saying? Even people that you just like your Facebook on, y'all cool as fuck. I never seen this motherfucker day in your goddamn Never life. met. You know what I'm Don't saying? Know. But, you know what I'm saying? I've gotten to know over the years for you all just mingling and interacting on Facebook. I've actually built some sort of bond with. I mean, I never meet that motherfucker, but you know, you hear their name or whatever. Yo, cool people. I box with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. These people that you build a relationship with, they also influence the way you think and the way you perceive things because of their opinions, their perceptions on things right this boils down to your more media circle right people that you are familiar with the people that's on your facebook or your twitter or your instagram or your what are the tumblr whatever all the look i'm gonna be honest with you i only have facebook i never (laughs) i have no idea how this other shit looks works whatever okay so bear with me but all these people that you're connected to on these other social media platforms too and that's another thing you have more than one social media that's reinforcing these things, right? Mm-hmm. Consciously and subconsciously. So Facebook ain't giving you what you need, right? It's just not, you're not getting the- it's not validating uh, what I'm thinking right now. So let me- exactly. Like, I'm not getting enough um from this. Let me switch social media. Oh shit, Snap is joking tonight. Or, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But you're still getting that reinforcement. People are constantly debating and arguing and going back and forth over what? Pretty much the same shit. You know what I'm saying? If somebody in the entertainment industry then fuck up or do something, you know what I'm saying, interesting or, you know, gossipy enough to like really catch our attention, it's usually the same shit. Men versus women. You know what I'm saying? Fuck boy shit. What do you bring to the table? What do you bring to the exact? Who gets their plate first? Exactly. It's always like a relationship thing or, you know, just this whole battle of the sexes thing. And that's what it boils down to. It's always like a battle of the sexes. So currently, and not to interrupt you, but I got to say this currently, we are in a red flag challenge right now. If you've seen that on social media. You can't say nothing because you wouldn't You can't because you were sharing the shits on the status of Sam. I, I don't did. know about I only the did, I only did I two know. of them. I, I did two. I got something about the red flag challenge until you came across my feed. And I'll give you that. Them two were fucking hilarious because I should. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I wasn't always Russell. <laughs> those, those come those, those came from experiences in case y'all don't know exactly what i said part of the red flags um the first one was uh i just find it funny <laughs> so when a woman says that, look when a woman says that that flag is fire engine red and i'm i'm petty don't think it's still missing every time it means i already fucking know i've already connected the dots and that and that was my second one um, I'm going to ask you a question and you better not lie. 
at that point, it's kind of like, well, all right, I'm gonna head out. I'm gonna just go ahead and pack my shit up because this ain't gonna work. That's another point. Have you all? Well, you said you don't do anything but Facebook, and I don't know if they've been posting on there, but on TikTok there is a trend. Um, it's like supposed to be. I hope it's a joke. And it'll be a man sitting there scrolling on his phone. A woman say, hey, babe, can I see your phone? He's like, yeah, what you need? Oh, I just want to go through it. And he's like, oh, okay. He hands her the phone. He gets up. Um, if it was kids, about he kisses his kids. One of them did a little handshake with the kids. You know, all of this. And then he goes into the other room, grabs a suitcase, and just walks out <laughs> the door. <laughs> like, we already know where That's this funny. is going. <laughs> That's funny. No, but, I haven't seen um, that yet, but that is funny. But yes, social media, and you know, like the day that um, Facebook and Instagram were down, I honestly, okay, I have said this before, I have to interact with social media right now, but I am so over social media, it is unreal. Um, the yeah, day that, I'm, I'm over it, like, because it's like, you know what, you got all these keyboard gangsters, you got all these people living these fake lives who you know you ain't this person in real life like you forget some of us actually know you type of, and it just be like you know what y'all are exhausting um but that day that it went down I didn't even know like I didn't know until I think you we were talking or he texted me or something he was saying Facebook and I'm like oh like I thought I, I thought I had because I I was posting something for this I think yeah, we both were. And it, it worked when I did it, but that was like the one time and then I was done. And so because I'm I'm actually at work. Like I actually have to tend to the job that's paying my bills at the moment. And Sam was like, oh, is that my oh, okay. By the time I got home and got situated, dealt with my, you know, household, dealt with all, and I get on social media, people have lost their minds. Like, people are really legit going batshit crazy. Like, oh my gosh, I thought I was going to have, I done turned my phone on 20 times. I done called T-Mobile. I done called AT&T. I called Comcast. Cursing. I'm like, yo. Like, I legit wonder what, like, and I, I guess because, too, um, we're, we're in a weird stage. We're the ones who grew up without all of that and then came into it, and it became a big part of our lives. So, you know, we know what it was like. Like we say, now, I'm so glad that when I was growing up, social media wasn't as prevalent as it is now. There are a couple of pictures um, whew, from Cotton Club at U of I. Baby, I tripped right out them shoes. I don't even know how that happened. <laughs> um, but again, this was back in the day still when Facebook, you had to have a college email address to get on Facebook. So it wasn't everybody and their mama, you know. Uh, well, it wasn't everybody and their kids. How about that? Um, so yeah, social media, I, I completely agree. It plays, and, and think about it. When you're arguing with somebody, and I know I'm guilty of it. I have done it. I will do it. If I'm texting somebody or, you know, they, what I'm doing, I'm screenshot queen. I have over 17,000 pictures in my phone shut up <laughs> <laughs> and um I have a lot of memes and stuff so, so like I'm like mm -mm, what was that picture because huh this what you I do it me as fuck meme game strong I love oh, man. Me. 
I that's do. the only thing that pissed me off when Facebook went down that day. I lost out on three really good memes. I, I, <laughs> I, I like three fire ass memes I wanted to post, but I couldn't like find the thread because Facebook out of the algorithm mm-hmm. ass and I could never find it after that. But yeah, meme games were fire. Like, fuck. I'm anyway, just sorry. saying. No, <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. So I'm just like, here for like, it's, it's the validation of that you were talking about. It's like, this is that reinforcement. Social media is going to give me what I need, what I want. Because think about this, to get back kind of on topic. When Sierra and Future were dating, oh, they're so cute. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, this is. And then it came out like what happened. She had the baby, this, that, the third. So now she's gone. So now she's with Russell. Oh, he's so cute. This is so cute. And it's like, yo, y'all are so fickle. Like, I get it. Things change. But just like you said, as quickly as the wind is blowing, y'all are changing your minds. And it's almost like people are afraid to go against the grain and just stand on their beliefs because, oh, social media may not like this or, oh, I may not get that many likes or reactions or whatever. Precisely. They are so swept up in this persona, the social media persona, that they've just kind of, there's, there's this disassociation with who they truly are, their own sound beliefs. That's exactly what I was getting to. Um, that influence, I really feel like social media, the media in general, you know what I'm saying, with you on Facebook and out, with you watching TV, that entertainment, it's in the music. They're constantly reinfor- reinforcing that sort of mentality, that visage, like they're constantly reinforcing these things. So when you have, you know, the women that have that whole bad bitch or savage mentality, then you have the men that are, you know what I'm saying, have already been there and are kind of trying to take it a step further, right? And then you actually have the real men, okay, who, which I didn't learn until within the last two years, two to three years, have emotional intelligence. A lot of people don't even know what the fuck EQ is. And I tell people all the time, hey, what's your EQ? They're like, what the fuck is an EQ? You mean IQ? No, 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 no. No, I meant what I meant. Uh, I meant what I meant, right. What's your EQ? See, when you have a man that is aware of, you know, have a, has a high IQ and a very sound EQ and communication is number one, how baby you get locked in a basement emotional you know what i'm saying when they realize just how e- how important and how fundamental you know what i'm saying emotions and communication plays a role not just within themselves but within you know what i'm saying every relationship across the board and i mean that could be your work relationship that could be familiar relationships that could be your platonic relationships you know what i'm saying when you find that balance in those areas and you're working towards a romantic relationship see these are the type of men you want to watch out for these are the real men you know what i'm saying and it's not just to say like they have that there are other things to take into consideration as well but that is probably one of the biggest green flags to look out for you know what i'm saying i posted about green flags today yeah you know, I, de- I definitely posted about green flags today and my sister was like come on with the positivity i'm like you know because everybody's so focused on these red flags you may miss some of the green ones because you're too busy looking mm-hmm. for russell to be like future because future is what you were used to exactly and people want that conformity like 
uh, I like this, you know, this, this badass rough around the edges looking, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love this nigga over here, but I want you to have these, you know, real softer manly mm -hmm. qualities. You know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. want to blend both of those. <laughs> well, it and, was like a, a good boy with a, a good man with bad boy tendencies or right. something like that. And, I'm not gonna lie, I've been guilty of that. That's hot. That's, hot. That's great. Right, like, you, you <laughs> like I can dress you up and take you out and take you back to the block. Okay. All right. I mean, fellas is guilty of it too. Shit, I want a lady in the streets, but a freak yeah, in the streets, right? Women are the same way. Precisely. <laughs> <laughs> you see how quick he grabbed, like you see how quick, like I mean. Everybody kind of, once again, perspective, but I think collectively a lot of people can agree with that one. That's hard. Um, <laughs> but I say this to say, there's just this constant back and forth, and then you've got men constantly shitting on these, the, these Russell types, right? And it, it, yes. it discourages, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's constantly discouraging that type. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Men feel the need to... This is where people get shit twisted, right? Russell, or not Russell, this whole uh, future persona equals masculinity. Toxic. Right? Toxic that equals masculinity. You know what I'm saying? That's a real man. That's a real nigga, blah, 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 blah. Right? And that Russell Wilson, that's simp shit. That's, that's a lame. Yeah. Mm, no, 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 no. I, yes, you took the Actually, the complete fucking opposite. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's the complete opposite. That's what people aren't realizing. When a man understands that you receive so much more when you lay down a secure foundation for your woman, yes. you know what I'm saying? In every sense, you know what I'm saying? It's not always about the fucking money. It's but not. I can work. It's I can not. work. And again, to each his own. Some men want to take care of their women. Some men don't want their women to work. That's between them to figure out. And that's another thing they're tired of people debating on. You know what I'm saying? The best type oh, of relationship. Let everybody else find their own fucking balance. That's between them. Ain't none of your fucking business. You know what I'm saying? Take a step to me. And he's kind of like, yo, I, I'd appreciate it if you didn't work. I kind of want to take care of you. You think I'm going to fucking argue with that? No, I'm going to go finish my education and get my goddamn PhD at some point. This is great. And, and make sure this house is clean and food is on exactly. the table. Exactly. <laughs> guess what? I've been doing that anyway. So, hey, now I can do it it's without time. Having to working work. 8, 10, 12 hour motherfucking days. And guess what? I still got to cook. I still got to get sleep. All, All shit you never know. So now I can just <laughs> come home and do it? Right. Bet. Bet. If a nigga want to go 50-50, fine it's for us to work out and compromise that's between us mm -hmm. i'm flexible i can do it all shit i can work you know what i'm saying i can go have these you know what i'm saying i'm also the type of woman that knows that if a man comes to me if my partner comes to me with the goal and i've been there i've done that you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and we were successful i need what was it three months you know what i'm saying i gotta cut miles i gotta go to part-time i need blah 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 this is what i'm trying to do and lay down the groundwork guess who edited those blueprints do what you got to do. Go to part-time. You know what I'm saying? Go to barely part-time. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you can contribute, but focus on doing that. I'll hold on for it. Did that. Absolutely. And you that's a saying? partnership. A lot of people, that's a, that's a partnership. That's what a real partnership looks like. And a lot of these men, these Russell Wilsons, they know what it is, you know what I'm saying? How to really reach through to real women too. And this is why I brought up the whole bad bitch mentality. You yes. know what I'm saying? There's Russells and there's futures amongst women too. 
Yes, and that's absolutely. the fucking problem. Absolutely. And a lot of people aren't seeing that. And it took me a while to see that too, because I was just kind of like, shit, we are something, we are part of the problem. <laughs> now, now it's just like, now it's just like, I was always like, yeah, shit. niggas, right? I was always like, niggas ain't shit. Uh, and then, like, after, yeah all the time i was always like i was always taking up women but you know what i'm saying within the last few years like i said i started seeing this growing trend and i was like mm-hmm. wow you bitches shit like this is this is bad this is really bad like but it's, like, it's horrible right. but you have like these real men that lay down this foundation of security you know what i'm saying of um not just emotional security but that that physical security they they provide, they protect, you know what I'm saying? Um, they understand how important communication is. They have emotional intelligence. They know how to be able to reach you on a level, to be able to, to balance some of that nurturing that us women naturally do. You know what I'm saying? They learn, you know what I'm saying? How to also reciprocate that. Oh, that's another very important word of the day. Reciprocity. A lot of people yeah. don't understand or know that. You know what I'm saying? Those are the real men regardless of what their income is, they're willing to step up and do what it takes to manage, to lead, but also be mindful and caring of their partner as well. And guess what? In the process, she's going to give you every fucking thing you ever wanted and more. She's going to naturally submit in the way that you need her to. And a lot of women aren't realizing that submission isn't you know what i'm saying losing your freedom it's not you know what i'm saying it's not putting a different form of change on yourself it's a different form of letting go and giving your all to your it's that your partner it's trusting it's you know what i'm saying this is the person that i want to grow and build and evolve with this is the person that i want to adventure for the rest of my life this is the person that I want to explore with. This is the person that I want to, you know what I'm saying, reproduce with. And you, did, did so much. This is this is the rest of my life right here. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. so much you can fucking accomplish together when you both have that understanding and you unlock those levels within one another. Mm-hmm. You're not yes. going to get that. With I got chills. Yeah. And that was everything that I was kind of building into. I'm sorry. I know it took a while, but that's what I was building into. You're not going to get that with this bad bitch mentality and this whole future mentality. You know what I'm saying? And blaming one another and going back and forth over who should do what and what's mm-hmm. like, fuck that. Do what Let's do what needs to Stop be done. Looking. Exactly. Stop glorifying the bullshit you see on social media. You cannot dictate or depict something from one fucking shot or one little clip or whatever you may see and allow that to feed you your own vision of what you want in your life on your path in your own journey when guess what your origins were completely different than theirs just like you said earlier that private jet you don't know these motherfuckers probably came from old money who said that even worked for somebody? A lot of these entrepreneurs, that's another thing. People don't know what it takes to be an entrepreneur. I do. I don't want to be an entrepreneur. Fuck that. I'm too lazy for that. <laughs> I don't know. You want to know why? I'm like, it's not that I'm too lazy, but I got too much shit on my plate. And I, I do not have the time and energy to even try to, pr- to pursue entrepreneurship right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just so many other examples. But what I say this to say, when you reach that level, with the right partner, with the real man and a real woman, I'm gonna double back to what you said earlier, Sam, 
right? What'd you say about hoarders, right? When people, when you clear out all that shit, you have no choice but to let go. You know what I'm saying? And then you have a clean house. So let's turn that gaze inward. When you let go of all these things and you turn that gaze inward, guess what? All those distractions that you were holding on to, all these things that you hold on to that you build in your life, you have no choice but to look at what's left. And that's yourself. And that is all of your experiences that have brought you to this point. And I really feel that everyone comes to this crossroad at one point. And this is what I mean by emotional intelligence, right? Mental like awareness. I feel like everybody comes to this point because I did. In order to get to where you want to be, you know what I'm saying? You really have to look into that mirror and you have to accept who you really are, what you really look like on the inside, not the shit that you've projected, not the shit that you've distracted yourself with. You have to come to terms with who you truly are. And a lot of people don't realize that their environment, their upbringing, you know what I'm saying? Their experiences, there's so much toxicity that we are constantly either dealing with or projecting daily that we don't we're not even aware of right we're not conscious of because we have not reached that level of awakening or awareness yet you know what i'm saying we're constantly perpetuating the same cycles right that's why people are glorifying the same bullshit you need to break that mentality why are you repeating the same fucking cycles right these are the things that people do not take into consideration i just got out of a relationship i sobered around that and the fucked up part about that relationship was they preyed on my past traumas. And I had to deal with that day in and day out all the time. Like you said, people were always looking like, oh my God, you guys are a couple goals, not realizing that. No, this motherfucker didn't put their hands on me. They abused me day in and day out all day. Mm -hmm. It was verbal, mental, and emotional abuse all the time. Yeah. And it was their own projections from their own traumas and toxicities and the cycles that they brought forth from their, from their family. You know what I'm saying? Their upbringing. It took me a long time, but I was finally able to just extra say extra. <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> it took me a long time, but I was finally able to get out of that. I was just kind of like, you know what? It, it was that own awakening for myself and that emotional intelligence. And I was just kind of like, you need therapy. So do I. They weren't willing to go to therapy. You wanted to continuously do the complete opposite. You know what I'm saying? You wanted to just self-sabotage even further and it was further damaging this family and these children. So, you know, I, I had to ride out. <clears throat> That's neither here nor there, but you see what I'm saying? Like you have two choices to make. Either you're going to grow and evolve or you're gonna go back and refill that your house with the same bullshit you hoarded previously and keep that distraction and keep piling up and cover up that mirror. Yeah. A lot of people don't want to put in that legwork. A lot of people don't want to put in the, the effort, the work it takes to get to that point. Because in reality, once again, doubling back to what you said, right? Sometimes you're going to be given something before you're ready for it. And you're going to fumble it. I think there was something on social media. Shit, I shared it um, a couple of days ago. Sometimes women fumble good men too yes. sometimes yeah. men fumble good women i got that from my cousin because i definitely i was quick with that one i'm like absolutely yeah. absolutely because yeah. 
And because it's true, you know, we, and we're actually running out of time. You know, like I said, I've been that guy. I've been the, the, the jag off motherfucker that all these women will run away from. And I took that time to evolve myself to become a better version of myself. I still have some growing to do. You know, I'm definitely not perfect. I still have, you know, some, you know, I'm I'm not where I used to be. I'm very far away from where I used to be, but I still got a little ways to go. I feel like where I'm at now, I feel like God done spun the block on me a couple of times and said, gotcha, motherfucker. You thought you had <laughs> something good here. Now I'm about to go ahead, psych, I'm gonna take this right back because I still be right. You gotta, you gotta. You got to figure this shit out first. I don't think you've learned your lesson just yet. I don't I feel like I'm getting closer. But when it comes to fumbling, being fumbled, that happens. And it and what that does is, what, and this is actually going to be my closing remark. Don't go off, you know, messing with people who, when you know you're not well, you're not ready. And that person that you're dating or that's courting you or pursuing you is because what you're going to ultimately do is you're going to fuck up another good person. Hurt people, you're, hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. And so make sure that whatever y'all do before y'all jump into some shit, thinking that y'all got this whole thing figured out, make sure <laughs> that the person that you're talking to, you willing to go ahead and throw a grenade at them if you're not ready. Because what's going to happen is they'll catch that grenade for you because they think that you're worth it. And then that hurt that you inflict on them, guess what? They're going to go and take it back to the next person. And that shit's just going to keep rolling. So my, like I said, my parting shot, don't hurt people with your hurt ass. Heal first. We talked about that in our very first episode. Heal, Heal before, before moving on. on. That's important. And stop looking at social media for more than what it is. It's just entertainment. And a lot of the shit is just jokes. So, yeah. Kim, any parting shots from you? Um, I think mine would be, can we get back to who we actually are? Put down these facades. Stop trying to be somebody and something that you're not. And just own your shit. Be real with yourself. Be real with other people. Um, you know, and, and we talked about, yeah, hurting, messing up good people. And then you want to holler, there are no good men left. There are no good women left. Well, no, there are, but you're messing them up. You're fucking them up and you're pushing them away because you're not ready. We all want to be ready. We don't want to feel like we're missing out on a good person, but that's so selfish. Like it's extremely selfish. So just be very um, cautious, be very alert, be very cognizant of who you're actually dealing with. And then also make sure that um, take your, and this is for everybody, because like you said, Shanice, some people are very good at hiding who they are in the beginning. Pay attention. Um, I know, you know, when we first meet somebody or we get into these beginning stages, it's just like, I, I just, I got to have them. I can't do without them, blah, blah, blah. But slow down, take your time, pay attention, really sort through this because 
they can only have their true colors for so long. Even if it's just those little things that you may have, you like, hmm, okay. Um, you know, so just like, just take your time because if this person is worth it, then they'll, you all are going, it, you'll grow together. You don't have to jump in, you know, feet first, like I'm all in and it's been all of what, a week, two weeks. And then you're feeling some type of way. Take your time. Make sure that this person's spirit plays well with your spirit. Make sure that you see this person. Y'all need to see these people that y'all are dealing with and the best at the worst and the highest moments and the lowest when they're mad, when something doesn't like all of these situations before you really say, okay, now I am completely and totally all in, ready to submit, ready to give you all of me because you may be trying to give all of yourself to somebody you don't even really know without even realizing you don't know them. Shanice, I don't think you understand how special this is for me personally to have you on this show. It has meant the absolute world to me and I'm sure I speak for Kim as well. I truly appreciate your insight on tonight's episode. It, like I said, it absolutely means the world to me. Um, I don't have any shout outs. That was my shout out. Shout out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any shout outs. I think, yeah, I think I speak for the both of us this evening. And we shout you out tonight, Shanice. Thank you so much Not for the topic, yeah. for joining us, all of that. For being, for appreciate being. It. For being, you know, for following what we have going and appreciating our, you know, our journey. And now you can actually etch your name in a part of, as a part of our journey. And we will definitely have you back on the show. Absolutely. Again, probably in the near future. But I look forward to it. Like, you just don't know when you was talking at one point, I wanted to get up and start doing a praise dance. Like, <laughs> like I'm getting chills. I'm about to start. And you know I was getting triggered and shit. <laughs> I mean, it's a tough pill to swallow, but again, you know, having to do that that work and actually come to terms with these things, there will be no progression until you can accept it for what it is. And it it was hard for me. I was a very proud individual. Ego, just, you know, it I was never wrong and I couldn't say sorry for shit. I would tell you to fuck off in a heartbeat. We could just stop talking, whatever. I was a very just, I was an asshole. Like I've had men tell me like, damn, you ain't even a bitch. Like you're just straight up asshole. Yeah, no, my daddy, my daddy raised me well. But when I did that work, and it's in our DNA, man. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the <laughs> reason for what it is, and it's a tough pill to swallow. But when you can really, you know, start working on yourself, like it's a lot. You receive a lot more in return. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's all I can say. Well. That's going to end our episode for this evening, unfortunately. I wish we had more time, but we are running out of tape. So, Shanice, I love you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Um, So that's going to do it for this edition of the Beers and White Toes. Um, I am the bearded one, Sam Williams, accompanied by the hostess with the most, Miss Kimberly with a Y the chilled out pooch Archie over there in the cut. 
to all of our listeners. You already know how we feel. If y'all take anything from this episode, we hope that you will use it and you apply it well and it it does something for your spirit. And if you don't, well, then there's other episodes that you can get it from. And maybe not this one, maybe not in the past, but keep listening. You may find something to catch on to. And if you got a problem with any of us, I speak for all four of us, including the dog. <laughs> You got something to say about anything that we've said in this episode give us a call or shoot us a text if you have our number because if you don't have our number then we probably don't give a shit anyway so <laughs> follow us on social media instagram beers and white toes y'all are kind of weird some of y'all so i don't need y'all following <laughs> my personal page anymore yeah, I, that post might have to come down with the personal because yeah, y'all y'all done turned it to some weird o's boy but we love you we appreciate we, you for we, listening. We, yeah, keep running them numbers up for us. So with that being said, wherever you are, have a good day. Have a good night. Thank you so much for listening. Be safe. We out.